What's good, everybody? We are back. The Two Kill Time Podcast. We are down a man this week. No guests this week as well. Uh, and me and Travis plan to ta- tackle some some deeper subjects this week, as well as just uh, a little fun like NFL trivia questions uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, TJ is absent this week, and we did already plan on this week being open from any guests. Uh, so it's not that we had a guest drop out or anything this time. We just didn't want to have a guest this episode for episode 11. Uh, but yeah, other than that, Next week, we'll be back to our regular, regularly scheduled program. Uh, but anyways, Travi, how we doing, buddy? Um, you've had a rough go of it re- lately, so I just want to ask how you're doing and go from there. I'm doing, I don't know, I'm doing the best I can. I mean, I've definitely had quite a bit fall apart for me the past couple of weeks. So. For sure. Yeah, you've definitely, you've had a lot going on, man. I mean. If you're open to talk about it, I mean, I'm sure the viewers want to check in how you're doing. Uh, missing not last week's episode, but the previous, and uh, just checking in on you, you know, all different things that you said last week. Yes. So, uh, well, for starters, I'll give a timeline, and then I can kind of, you know, go into the subjects a little bit more. So, yeah. October 14th, it was a Friday. <clears throat> That's when I go ahead and. I get my infinity, which was awesome. That was a great feeling, yep. being able to have something like that. Yeah. So then Monday the following week comes around. A couple of days later, I end up getting fired from my car salesman job, unfortunately. Which was a really weird situation because let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So we had talked. I've been in car sales for about two years now. We had talked, right. I don't know, maybe a month before that or maybe a couple weeks before that. You were telling yeah. me how Della was no longer going to allow you to get other used vehicles from adjacent stores. So, like, for me, I completely understand that. I'm from a Ford store that was 45 minutes away from our other two sister stores, and we were able to get some of their used inventory at, at the call. We had drivers to go out and pick it up. And now I'm at the, our GMC store, which is right next to it. It's the same parking lot as our Toyota store. So when all that was happening, you were like, hey – does this seem weird? Like, what do you think's happening? And I was like, I'm not sure. It seems super odd that they're not allowing you to sell other used cars. I mean, you're already limiting your inventory as it is. You guys only sell a certain amount of cars. Like, you're already limiting what you sell, and now you're going to limit what you can sell even more. Seems super weird to me. doesn't seem like the right economic move. Uh, and I told you I would guess they're probably going to make some pretty big changes coming soon. And right. then you found out you were getting fired and they were bringing in somebody new and you guys were down to two salesmen at that point. So then you left and then they bring in a brand new guy. Doesn't make sense. Like on the timeline, nothing really adds up because typically if you, even if you were going to let somebody go, you would bring in their replacement first, train them and then let you go. Even though that's shitty, that's how the car business typically works. Um, so that to me just didn't make any fucking sense, but Go ahead and continue, sorry. I just want to interject and, like, say that because what they're doing and how they're guiding it, again, I don't know the circumstances. I don't know what the higher-ups are saying. This isn't us bashing the dealership or anything. I'm just saying out loud what Della Mitsubishi had going on just didn't make sense. Yeah, so, and, you know, on top of everything you just said, it was was really weird because me, me and the other saleswoman at the time, uh, we weren't allowed to sell from adjacent storage, which are literally maybe a hundred feet away. Yeah, you know, but I was, I was driving the other salesman. He's been there about six years. I was driving him 
to other dealerships and he was selling cars. So it definitely was weird. And I felt like something was going on like behind the scenes for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So that was definitely, uh, yeah, just, it doesn't add up. Something doesn't make sense. Something was going on behind the scenes for all that to come to fruition. Right. And so, so that was Monday and then Tuesday comes around, you know, the next day and, you know, my now ex-girlfriend told me that she wanted to, you know, break up with me and she's been thinking about it for a little bit. And it was, it's kind of weird because it was kind of random, but I guess not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, So right then and there. Those two days, I mean, that's that's mostly everything. Yeah, I mean, that fucking wrong. tallies up everything that's not everything that's happened, but everything that was the big key points leading to everything that's been going on. And I mean, we've talked many times on this podcast, or just personally as friends, like how many how many times have me and Haley argued? How many times you and Lindsay argued? Or how many times TJ and Lily argue? And I'm very fortunate to say me and Haley have made it almost almost nine years. We've been together for eight and a half. We're we're coming up on nine in January, so it's Love that. It, we're we're very fortunate to say we moved past. I mean, we we got into this when we started going to college and looking at colleges that like, hey, we're in this for the long haul, or like are we fucking around? Like we had that discussion very early on in our relationship. Uh like two, three years in, even in high school, we knew Hey, like, I'm not trying to waste my time. You're not trying to waste your time. We're trying to grow together and live together and make each other better and thrive off each other. So, again, I'm very fortunate in that aspect. But, again, we all argue. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. Yeah. I fucked up. Haley's fucked up. Like, we've all done our own shit in our own aspect. And it, it sucks to see like your y'all's relationship come to an end. But again, like you said, even though it may seem out of the blue, um, it's just little things tally up over time. I mean, we right. all, especially me and you, we we have bad temper issues when things things occur. And it for me, it's the little shit. Like I, when it's something big, it's like I have enough time to take take a step back, analyze shit, and be like, okay, whatever. Let's we're fine. We got this. We're gonna handle this. But, like, something small happens, and I lose my shit. So, when, like, a bunch of little shit tallies up, that's when that's when I'm bothered by it. Uh, right. And, again, you, you're very similar in that aspect, and the same goes for relationships with anybody. Uh, little things add up very quickly, and when they're not spoken about soon enough, you begin to build a hatred for certain people in a certain way. Even though you may still love that person with all your heart, it just it can build certain aspects into a hatred. Well, so even to kind of, you know, go off of that, but also continue the story is also, uh, so that was Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday morning, I was having all four of my wisdom teeth out, which is yeah. like a pretty decent surgery. Like that's. It, yeah. To have all four out at once is kind of rough. So, you know, I was in a tricky spot, and I think me me and Lindsay were both in a tricky spot because, you know, she, I drove there. She waited for me uh, because I needed someone there. Yeah. And, you know, so all day Wednesday, all day Thursday and the Friday morning, you know, she's taking care of me and, you know, just doing stuff I need until I was able to start doing stuff on my own. Yeah. Then it was like less and less. Yeah. 
you know, but um, it was a weird spot. You know, I was trying to, I mean, I was trying to talk with her and trying to figure out what's going on, but I, I'm sitting here not being able to talk, so I'm writing stuff out. Yeah. And it was kind of funny in the same sense that it's awful. Yeah. Um, so Friday comes around, I'd. I took my talents up to Canton for a little bit, just recovered some more, and then... Took my talents. Yeah. I don't know why that just made me laugh, dude. And, uh... Yeah, so finally, like, recovered enough, drove back and grabbed some stuff, and now I'm back home. Yeah, and again, it just... It goes to show, like, even though y'all weren't, quote-unquote, together, you guys stayed with each other for a few days in the same house, and she took care of you and it, it, it isn't that neither of you cared for each other. I'm sure. I mean, y'all both cared for each other a lot. Y'all did a lot for each other and put each other in great positions, uh, not only in your relationship, but in the world. Um, just not necessarily by like, Hey, I got you this job or whatever, but more of, Hey, I'm here for you. Like I'm standing by you. Like whatever you decide, like I'm here for like me and Haley, again, I made a decision to switch jobs seven seven months ago and thought it was going to be a blessing. And even though it, it was in many ways, it also didn't work out. Like we, we put ourselves in a tight, tight spot financially, uh, for different, different reasons. One, I was driving 140 miles a day like that. And the vehicle I drive is not financial, financially liable. Plus, uh, it just wasn't making enough money. I wasn't selling enough cars that I wanted to. And, um, it just came down to Haley supporting me, and it wasn't just a my decision. Like I asked different people, it was me and Haley made the decision, thinking it was right, and she stood by it. And even now, like I still apologize, apologize for leaving where I was. Uh, not that I thought the grass was greener; it's just that I thought I was going to have opportunities there that didn't come to fruition. Um, again, it's not that I didn't like my job where I was. I left for what I thought was going to be better opportunities for the future and it wasn't right and even now like like i was saying i still apologize like hey that's on me i made that decision she's like no we made that decision we both thought it was the right thing to do it turned out it wasn't and now we're back on the right track we're we're getting things in order and going in the right direction again and that's what it comes down to in a relationship like just because and i i wouldn't say you hate her or she hates you at least i don't think she hates you but y'all still care for each other in that aspect of, Hey, you, you yeah, still I mean, have respect really for each other. Want to see her succeed. It's yeah, just not going to be with me. Yeah. You still have the respect for each other in a, in a way, I guess is the best way of describing it. Right. I guess. Yeah, And, uh, just doubling back to the, uh, getting fired quick. Just for anyone listening. I mean, I wasn't even doing a bad job. Like, yeah, you weren't doing anything deserving of a hey we're gonna let you go right. let alone it was like hey we're gonna head in a different direction it's like that new direction you're heading in you're just hiring a random random another salesperson you know what i mean like you're just letting me go and bring somebody else in like that which is fine that shit happens all the time but at a dealership like that that doesn't happen like that right. that doesn't happen i mean it's similar very similar to the dealership that i left and went back to beeman people stay there to make money and sell cars because it's a family owned dealership or, or quote unquote family. I mean, they're a smaller dealership. It's family inside the dealership. 
Like people don't right. leave that type of place when they're making money and they're having a good time. So you went in there and for not ever selling cars, you were doing a successful, I would say, job. Um, job at least. Yeah, like you you were doing okay. There was no unless something was going on that I don't know about, just speaking at as yeah. to what you told me, there was no reason for, hey, we're gonna let you fucking go. Like that to me it didn't add up. Right. But yeah, you know, on top of everything that's happened, I mean, I just definitely want to give this advice to people. You can either, you, know, you just can't dwell on stuff that you can't change. You know, I, I literally went full circle. I, I moved out of my hometown to a different town, you know, got a different job, was living my own life for over a year. And now I'm back here and, you know, just going to figure out again. And I actually talked to Tyler Kramer a little bit the other day. I haven't uh, talked to him in a while. I hope he's doing good, man. Yeah. I, uh, him and Brendan have a house together now. Like Brendan Gifford? Gifford? Wow. I haven't heard of his name in a while either. I hope he's doing good, man. Yeah, I saw them at the uh, elementary school because Jordan had her Halloween parade, so they were there for Milo's kids. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Yep. Good. I'm glad, so glad to hear they're kind of doing good. Yeah, I was talking with Kramer and pretty much, you know, Life really does does work in mysterious ways, and like I said before in this podcast, and I'll say it probably once every episode, yeah, is everything happens for a reason, if, even if you don't think it does. Yeah, it does. So you just have to keep your keep your head straight and keep it up. And now this is going to sound super stupid going off of your your advice you just gave to our listeners and viewers, but oddly enough, I titled my pot not podcast titled my uh, stream tonight. Living like Larry, as in like living like Larry. You want to smile, like you need. You can't dwell on the past. You gotta, you gotta live like Larry, baby. You gotta, you gotta put on a smile, put on a show for everyone around right. you. Even though it may, I don't want you to put on a show. I want you to live your best life and oh, yeah. don't dwell on shit. And uh, Slate's updating the title of the stream right now. Just reminded me that I, ironically enough, had it titled "Living Like Larry." Um, is funny <laughs> as shit. But yeah, great. yeah. I just he he literally did that while you're saying that. I was like, holy shit, that like ties right into this. And I just wanted to tell everybody, like, live like Larry, just live like Larry. Yeah, man. And so, so you're obviously back home. You just mentioned you're back home. What's that like? I mean, um, I I don't think you're. Are you bouncing around right now? Just like I'm, I am bouncing around right now. I don't have to be. Yeah, I could, you know, go back to living with my mom. It's just something that I've kind of been avoiding both like physically and thinking about just because, you know, once you're out and have your own place, it's tough yeah, to go back. Yeah, going like back that. like mentally is pretty tough. Um, but I'm definitely going to become working with my own old painting crew starting Monday. So oh, there you go. That'll be good. That'll be good for you. I know you like those guys yeah. and they're pretty cool. I'm super hyped for that. They're like a second family to me. So it's. Yeah. They're really good guys, man. Yeah. What's um how is it being home like seeing everybody and just again, just it, going back to back to Mayfield, Gloversville, Fulton County in general? As weird as it sounds, I mean, you know, I I knew I was gonna have a decent time coming back here, seeing people I know just like randomly on the side of the street. Yeah. Or like in a store, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh that's a one thing like I say I hate it, but, like, obviously you love seeing people when you go back home. But I feel like when I was home, like, when I was living at home, 
That never happened. I never ran into people like I knew at Walmart. And like every time I go home for like a weekend for a wedding, we'll be like, oh, let's go to Walmart, get some beer, like go to Walmart and like pick up a couple things that we need that we forgot back back in Nashville. Like and every time, dude, I see somebody I know you go on a mobile like that. I can understand because it's mobile. But if I if I run into Walmart, I shouldn't see 17 people that I know like every time and have to stop and talk like I hate that. It's the most annoying thing. If I'm out, definitely say hi to me. I miss you guys. I'm not saying that. But it is just crazy that you feel like you never do that when you're actually home. Or maybe people just avoid the fuck out of you because they see you all the time. Maybe that's it. Maybe people just don't want to fucking talk to me when I was home. And now that I'm gone, they miss me. Yeah, you fucking miss me. That's what it is. Yes, sir. I don't know. That's that's a decent feeling. It's kind of, you know, in the same sense, it, it sucks. Yeah. But... It's a breath of fresh air, actually. Like, I'm in a place I know, you know, with people I know. Yeah. And, you know, just all that fun stuff. Yeah, like, right now we have Julian in town, Haley's cousin. Uh, he's here. He got here Sunday, like, midday, and he's going to be here all week. And, and I feel so shitty because I've pretty much been in here every time when I come home because I'm, I'm on a nine-day streak of not having a day off. I have tomorrow, wow. which will be 10, and then I have Thursday off. So we're going to do something tomorrow night and then do sh- do shit together Thursday. But, like, normally my content creation and shit is on Sunday, so I didn't have that opportunity. I worked on Sunday. So I- I've been playing catch-up to try and get everything done. So, like, tonight when you guys were like, hey, can we do it at 9? I was like, yeah, sure. Busted out my YouTube video, edit it, thumbnail, everything for tomorrow, and then have to do this. And then normally we would post our power rankings tomorrow, but I don't think I'm going to do that tonight. We'll probably post them Thursday. So we didn't even post them last right. week because I got so caught up with work. Um, but they were done. I just, we didn't post them and mm-hmm. yeah, it sucked, but Oh, well, like it's still going to be the best looking fucking power rankings from any random three guys that you see. Cause Thanks. I mean, we don't just put out a list, whatever we, we, we do this and we do it mathematically. We do it statistically, but that's the size point. So like, I feel bad because we have family in town and I'm just trying to play catch up and it's not like, Oh, family's not important because family's first on my list. And y'all know that we, we've preached that since day one on this podcast, on my stream, like family comes first, always. It's just, it's, it's taken so much of my time here. I feel so shitty because I'll come home at six, seven, eight. And I'm here for three hours, and then they're like, "Oh man, I want to go to bed." And it's like, "Fuck!" Like, I, I'm sorry. But, yeah, for all of our listeners, Kane does a lot on a daily basis, so for him to, you know, only, yeah, not let out the power rankings last week is a huge thing because this guy does a lot for. Yeah, like, and it, it it really. I was sitting here Wednesday night, and I was like, "Man," or t- Tuesday night last week after we recorded, and I was like, "There's no shot I can do this right now." Like, there's no chance I can get it done. And right. then I went to go do it Wednesday, and I was like, there's just no fucking point. Like, I don't have time. And now tonight, like, I just, I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And it's just, it is what right. it is, and it sucks. But you're right. I do have a lot on my plate, and I talk about that all the time. Uh, not only on my stream, but in this podcast. Like, I do, I do more than what I should, and I do more than any content creator my size. I mean, I stream 100 hours a month. A thousand hours. I'm already at a thousand hour stream this year. I've uploaded 120 YouTube videos this year. Uh, plus, started this podcast with you, fine young gentlemen. Uh, and I do a shit ton. 
I do more than I probably right. should. And Haley tells me that all the time that I need to take a break and I will. And I think, so my goal is to hit a thousand days streamed in a row. For those that don't know, I stream on Twitch every single day for 955 days in a row, every single day through a move, everything. My goal is to hit a thousand. And then if I hit a thousand, my goal is to go to three years. Cause that's only 95 more days. And after three years is the plan is to stop. We we've talked about it multiple times on, on stream that, Oh, I'm going to end. I'm going to end. I need to end. Well, three, three years. And I'm officially announcing that after three years, the streak will come to an end. Uh, and eventually we're going to dial back the YouTube videos to focus on short, short term creation or short form creation, uh, and focus more on the podcast and just different things that I want to see grow. And I want to thrive in because we're finally seeing growth on YouTube. We're finally seeing growth on Twitch and this podcast is really taking everything to the next level. So Everyone that's listening, if you don't already follow or subscribe to me on Twitch or YouTube, it is Wilder42K on every single platform. You search down any platform and you will find Kane Wilder, Wilder42K. So please do that, and it would be much appreciated. Um, <laughs> getting off of that subject, uh, so obviously we've all been through like our struggles and stuff, and we've talked about like mental health issues on this podcast, so... One of the big things to me is my family has always been a big party family, um, whether that be a bad or a good thing. Uh, we we all can can drink with the best of them, and like I've obviously brought that with me down here. Like I like to have parties down here. I like to drink. I like to hang out with friends. And I'm just I want the reason I bring this up is because I want to say like, hey, that's not always the answer. Uh, the reason why we have parties and we drink, the reason why I have parties and I drink isn't because I'm depressed or manic or anything like that. I do it because it, it's a good time for me and I'm responsible in the way that I do it and I'm responsible for everybody that's around me and I've always been uh, very keen of what's going on around me to protect the people around me and I've had people around me that are the same way. Uh, the biggest rule that we always had at the house was don't ever invite anybody that you don't feel comfortable with. Don't ever invite anybody that you wouldn't consider family if something happened. Uh, and that has obviously came to fruition multiple times. Um, right. And that's what I want to ask you is uh, throughout all of this, I know you're really turning the other cheek with everything. Um, what are you doing most to, to cope? Uh, the, the thing I'm doing most to cope with, that's a good question. To be honest, man, it's probably just trying to find, you know, the blessings in it. Yeah. You know, trying to look at the positives, and even if there isn't any, the fact that, you know, not even just me personally, but in general, if you're looking for that, that's the first step in doing it. Yeah. You know, rather than just, you know, dreading on the negatives and, you know, what could have been. Of course. You know, it's kind of... I changed that question, that question, like what it could have been to like, you know, what's they going to be now? Like, how am I going to make my situation better and like myself better? Yep. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. And it, again, it just comes down to the reason why I brought up partying is because a lot of people in these instances, whether it be a loss of family member, jumping out of a relationship, especially a long-term one can send people into a downward spiral in certain aspects of their life. Um, it can be very tough. And I just want to say like, Hey man, that's not always the answer. Even though it may seem like it, there's not always going to be an answer at the bottom of that bottle an answer at, at, at the end of that blunt. Like there's not, 
there's not always going to be an answer in whatever high you're trying to search for is the underlying meaning of the reason why I bring that up. Because again, I love partying, man. Like I can't count on any number of how many parties I've thrown or how many times like me and you have drank together or me and my dad or me and Haley, how many times we've just had a party to have a party to be around the people that we love. Um, and how I probably could count on two hands how many times we've had a party because shit was shitty. Like, and a family member passed away. You don't want to be down and sad. They don't want you to be down and sad. Um, and it just, again, it, it comes down to there's not always a, an answer at the bottom of the bottle. At the end right. of the blunt, at the bottom of that pill bottle, like there. That's not the answer that you're searching for. The answer that you're searching for is within yourself. And if you cloud that judgment, you won't be able to find it is kind of where I was heading with that. Well, then also, I mean, you know, for all the listeners, I don't want you guys to think that I'm not like, you know, taking time to think about it. I mean, I haven't gone to bed before 4 a.m. since I've been down here. Yeah. You know, I'll keep myself busy most of the day. And then nighttime comes around. Like you just said, there's. Sometimes, like, there isn't answers at the bottom, at the end of the blunt, or, you know, at the end of the bottle. And for me, it's just being able to, you know, analyze what happened, pretty much just, like, digest it, accept it. Yeah. And then say, okay, you know, I'm not in a good spot now, but I can make it better. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and again, you mentioned... uh earlier like it's it's finding the positives in it it's not always looking at the negatives it's and trying to find the blessings from what has happened it's not that like you're oh super happy go lucky about what happened you're just grieving in your own way in terms of like what has happened um and again there isn't a hatred as far as i know between you and Lindsay, but it it's you trying to just find like hey like i'm good you're good uh, we ended not necessarily mutually, but it it's just you doing your own thing, trying to get yourself back on the right track without wasting as much time as possible because it doing that is only going to hurt you in the long run, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I, it's <laughs> bad to compare it to, say, losing a family member and stuff, but you lose a family member, we all grief in our own ways. It's the same thing with a relationship. I know plenty of friends that got out of a relationship and immediately basically went manic or um, started drinking heavily and things go wrong in their life and they turn to drinking and it. To me, I've never understood that. I've never been that type of person, Um, but I've never been the one to look at a bottle and be like, yeah, that's going to solve my problems. Like, yeah, after a long day at work, do I want to drink? Yeah. I wouldn't say most nights, but I would say probably, <clears throat> three nights a week I'll I'll have a beer after work or Saturdays I usually drink. So do I drink heavily every Saturday? No. Uh, I would probably say I drink heavily once once or twice a month now. Uh, about six, seven months ago it was different. It was every weekend, but now it's about one once or twice a month I drink pretty heavily on the weekends. Uh, but maybe two or three times a week I'll have one or two beers. It's not right. It's not me getting drunk. It's not me getting buzzed. It's just taking the edge off a little bit because of what work was and so on. That's not me thinking, oh, the answer's at the bottom of this bottle or the answer's going to be there when I finish drinking. Uh, it's just me taking the edge off a little bit and understanding. But again, I've had friends that that turned turn to smoking, turned to drinking aggressively during things like that. And 
I know yeah. people that can't stay sober because they're they're always trying to find a high. They're always trying to find the next high. And it's really sad to me, and I've never understood that. But, again, I don't think I have a very addictive personality when it comes to substances like that. Um, well, that's what's kind of unique about me is, I mean, everything that you're describing, I mean, obviously, you know, two years ago, that was me. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, it was around the time... You know, me and my ex Lily broke up, and yeah. I mean, I was—I remember vividly. We were still living together at the time, and I was smoking in the bathroom every every ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, you're you're going once an hour, once every two hours, which and you, really also didn't help. I mean, the 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 right surroundings we had. I mean, we we were poorly influenced by what was going on, but right. I mean. Go on. I didn't yeah, mean to interrupt even, you. I was just kind of bouncing. No, you're good. Even even beyond that, in 2020 during COVID and the pandemic, like, you know, I became very depressed, and I was one of those people that, you know, everything was going wrong. There there wasn't a single thing going right. Yeah. And I turned to smoking, and you know, I I literally lost like 70 pounds just from smoking yeah. so much, not eating. Yeah. And I just want to be able to like tell people. You know, I was, I was at where you were or where you're at, and it does get better. Yeah. But you have to be able to, you know, put in that work to want it to get better. Yeah. It's really easy to get sucked into it because I did, but unfortunately for me, it was trial and error. Yeah. At least you're, you know? you're here to tell things and, uh, it didn't didn't develop into something further like uh, hardcore drugs, uh, in that aspect, right? And again, we've talked mental health multiple times on the podcast to to open up and let our viewers know, like, hey, feel free to message any of us if any of you guys need anyone to talk talk to about certain things going on in your life. Uh, most of the people that do listen to this podcast have some form of contact with us, whether it be on social media or a uh, personal cell phone or no personally in person, uh, personally right. in person. Great term there, Kane. Uh, <laughs> it's just personally personable. We don't want anybody to think that they're alone. That was the whole half. The purpose of this podcast was to open up about shit that we want to talk about and let the world know that, Hey, we go through this shit too. Even though we hide it from most people, we do go through certain things, but if, if, you need somebody to talk to. We're all here. All three of us, even though TJ isn't technically with us right now. Uh, TJ is a very understanding person when it comes to things like this as well. Uh, kind of. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really have any other deep conversation if you don't. Yeah, no, I think I, uh, thanks for coming to my uh, quote unquote TED talk. Yeah, thanks for opening up, man. I really do appreciate it. I'm sure the fans appreciate you being willing to talk about certain things. I mean, we all have things that we want to say. We just don't really know how to say them just yet, you know? Yeah, you just got to be able to open up and have to let yourself be vulnerable, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to cry. And you got to cry with confidence. You know what I mean? For sure, buddy. 
Uh, well, that's our last deep talk. We have one more segment scheduled for today. I'm not even sure how long we've been in this podcast because I didn't hit record at the beginning. I'm just going to download it off of Twitch and go from there. But uh, the last thing we have slated for today is a NFL record trivia game. So it's more of a type in and you you put in. There isn't there isn't people or multiple choice. It's you have to guess the person that holds the NFL record for that uh, that category. Yeah, sorry, couldn't think of the word. But so it gives you five minutes. I don't think we're going to be able to do these in five minutes because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 records in five minutes. And I'm already looking at a couple of them and I'm going to have no idea. So we're going to, we're going to do the easy ones and go from there. So are we tag teaming this? Is this going to be? Yeah. So, so I'll ask you and if you know it, then I'll type it in. If you don't know it, then I'll cover it. If we both don't know it, we're fucked. But so the first one starting the quiz, first one is Super Bowl wins by a player. Tom Brady. Yeah, easy. Passing touchdowns in a season. Also should be easy. Peyton Manning. Easy. Passing touchdowns in a season by a rookie. I, I think know. it I think it's Trevor Lawrence. See, I was thinking Winston, maybe. Maybe it is. I don't know how to spell Winston. Or J J Jameis Winston? Yeah. James. How do you spell Jameis? J A M E I S and so that not, could it's, be it's not Jameis then because it's wrong. So it's not Jameis by rookie Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, it's, it's not him either, dude. Oh, not no. a correct answer. And this is only three. Uh, yeah, we're already at yeah. Jameis went okay. We're moving on. Pass a rating career. Passer rating? 2017 to current. Uh, I got it. It's Patrick Mahomes. It? See, I was going to say that, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, interceptions thrown in a career. That one, That one's easy, too. Don't overthink it. Green Bay Packers. Rodgers. No, Brett Favre. Uh, <laughs> rushing yards in a career. Rushing yards? I feel like Adrian Peterson. No. I'm going to try it. That's correct. Is it really? Yes. Nice. Uh, rushing yards in a season by a quarterback. Set in 2019. Lamar. It's got to be Lamar, right? Has to be. It is Lamar, okay. Rushing yards, career quarterback, 2001 to 2015. Oh, that's easy. As soon as I said 2001. I'm thinking Mike Vick. Yeah, it was Michael Vick. Rushing touchdowns in a season. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Why can't I think of this? Fuck. It's, I know this. Wait, wait, rushing yards in a season? Rushing touchdowns in a season. Rushing touchdowns? Oh, my God. Why can't I think this? Oh, his name starts with a D. Deion Sanders? No. Oh, my God. That doesn't make sense. (sighs) 
Oh my god, what is his name? Rushing touchdowns in a season. I don't know. I can't think of it. Holy fuck. Fuck, I gotta look it up. Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh my god, dude. LT. The reason why I thought it was D was because Ladanian. Uh, Receiving yards career. That one's easy as well. Randy Moss. Oh, no, that's receiving touchdowns in a season. Receiving, receiving touchdowns? From 1985 to 2004, so then it's got to be Jerry Rice. Okay, got it. Uh, receiving yards in a season was set in 2012. Hmm. I feel like maybe Moss. It's not Moss. It's not Moss. He, set, he has a receiving touchdowns in a season. But it's 2012 receiving yards in a season. It's not Michael Thomas. Could it be uh, Megatron? Maybe. It is Calvin Johnson. Wasn't that just? I thought that was just set. Didn't didn't Cooper Cup just set that? I thought so. Uh, receiving touchdowns in a season. We already got Randy Moss. Receiving touchdowns in a season by a tight end set in 2011. Ooh, a tight end in 2011? That's not how you spell his name. How do you spell his name? I have no idea who it would be. Uh, Z-A-L-E-Z. Okay, so it's not who I thought it was. I thought maybe Antonio Gonzalez. That was a good guess. Oh, man. All right, receiving yards in a career by a running back, 1994 to 2005. These are harder than I thought. I thought I knew these. I'm not going to lie. Damn. I really did. Thought I thought I knew these. Receiving oh. yards in a career running back should be Marshall Folk. Marshall. How the fuck do you spell his last name? Marshall. F-A-U-L-K. Yeah, okay. So Marshall Folk. Is career running back. Receiving okay. touchdowns in a season by a tight end and receiving yards career by a tight end. Uh, Wait, the touchdowns might be Gronkowski. Yeah, that might be it. That might be yards, too. So the touchdowns is Gronkowski. Yards is not because it's 1997 to 2013. Okay. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of any tight ends right now? Yeah, dude, I'm drawing a blank. Me, too. Uh, okay, uh, sacks in a season is T.J. Watt. Yep. And what's the who's the other one? Giant, fuck. Leonard Williams? No, 22 and a half. Oh, um. Oh, my gosh. Damn, what the fuck is up with me right now? Tuck? No, not Tuck. Damn. Twenty-two and a half. Oh my god! Fucking. Oh, uh, his first name's Michael. Michael. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. Got it. Jeepers, dude! I am drawing a blank. I was not prepared for this. Defensive interceptions in a season. I think that's Mel Blunt. 
No. Most interceptions? In a season 14 set in 1952. I thought it was Mel Blunt. All-purpose pur- all yards was set in 2011. That's before Le'Veon Bell. It's not Adrian Peterson. 2011. All-purpose yards. Wow. 2011. It would be a running back. And either a running back or a wide receiver. It's 2,900 yards. 2,900? It's, no, it's none of the receivers or running backs that we've named. I don't know. Go on to the next one. I think we're running out of time, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're way past the time. Okay. Yeah, th- thank God. It didn't uh, didn't count it. I think it's season. God, how the fuck? The next one would be kick and punt return touchdowns in a career. 2006 to 2014. Deshaun Jackson. Isn't Deshaun Jackson still in the league? Career was 2006 to 2014, so it was only eight years. Oh. Okay, uh, I didn't hear Oldest that player ever, 1975, 48 years old. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? Yeah, how would I know that? Terry Bradshaw. Mm. No, it's not, it's not Terry. How about Shannon Sharp? No. no way. 1975? No. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be fucking 80. No, no he, he would literally be, if he was 48 in 1975, dude, that was 47 years ago. He'd be 105. Jimmy Jones. Yeah, he's got to be 105. He never played in the NFL, I think. Most field goals ever is Adam Vin... Tieri. How do you spell Vinatieri? Adam Vin... Vin... T-E-R-I. V-I-N-A-T-I-E-R-I. T-I-E-R-I. Okay, that's most field goals, and longest field goal should be Justin Tucker. Yeah. Okay, so the only ones we're missing is passing touchdowns in a season by a rookie was set in 2020. Is that Kyler, then? Passing touchdowns by a rookie in 2020. It's not Kyler. Am I spelling Trevor Lawrence's name right? I'm pretty sure it's Trevor Lawrence. T-R-E-V-O-R. Law Rents. Trevor no, Law Rents. It's not It's not Trevor. Who the fuck set that record in 2020? Would it be Joe Burrow, maybe? Perhaps. It's not Joe Burrow. 2020 rookie. Herbert. Joe Burrow was... Justin Herbert was a rookie that year? Yeah, it, it's Justin Herbert. Okay. Uh, rushing yards career, 18,355, 1990 to 2004. I feel like that could be Barry. It's not. Unless I'm spelling Barry right. I was Barry not. Sanders, no. Um, here. So we got rushing yards, career, rushing yards in a season. Receiving yards, career by a tight end who retired in 2013. Wait, is that uh, 
The tight end, I have no idea, bro. I'm. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be him. <clears throat> the tight end. We should know the tight end. It's 2013, but it's not Antonio Gonzalez. And I, like I'm drawing a blank on every tight end. Receiving yards, career tight end, receiving yards. I gotta look this up because it's gonna bug me because I I should know it. Career tight end. Motherfucker, it is Antonio Gonzalez, but they call it Tony Gonzalez. Oh, wow. Mother, I knew it was right, dude. I'm like, that is just, he definitely retired around that time, bro. I was calling him Antonio Gonzalez. Uh, rushing yards in a career, dude. 1990 to 2004, running backs. Retired in 2004. RBs to retire... In 2004. There's no way that's correct. It can't be him. I feel like there's a Tiki Barber. No, there's no way. I didn't think so, but. Man. Rushing yards in a season was 2105 and it was set in 1984. Who's that Rams running back? Oh, my God. Why can I not think of this? <laughs> Eric Dickerson. Is that with it? Eric Dickerson? Let's go! Um, rushing yards in a career, 18355 1990 to 2004. 1990 draft. 1990 draft class NFL. Yeah, Eric, Eric Dickerson, 1984. Let's fucking go, baby. It wouldn't have been Blair Thomas. I'm glad you knew that. I didn't know shit. What are the ones we're missing? We're missing rushing yards career, defensive interceptions in a season, all-purpose yards in a season, kick and punt return touchdowns over a career, and oldest player ever. I'm trying to see what running backs were drafted in nineteen in 1990. And seeing who I'm fucking missing. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be him. Yep. Exactly. As soon as I saw his name, I was like, fuck, how do we forget it? Evan Smith is the rushing yards in a career. Wow, okay. Shouldn't have forgot that. That's shitty. Defensive interceptions in a season set in 1952 with 14. I wouldn't know that. 1952. I thought it was Mel Blunt. Give me a hint if you look it up. Give me the team. Okay. Um, I can't really give you... I'm trying to look at his name, but Night Train Lane. Night Train Lane? That's who it was? Who the fuck did he play for? L.A. How the fuck do you spell his name? Is it like, is that his name is Night Train? Night Train Lane is what it's coming up as. Yep. His first name was Dick, apparently. Dick, they wanted me to spell Night Train Lane or Dick Lane. Yeah. Uh, All-purpose yards on the season was set in 2011. 2,969. It's not Adrian Peterson. 
This one is tough. It's not Marshall Folk. Oh, okay. Uh, here is. Give me the he team. Played Give me the team. Eagles. Played for the Eagles running back? Yep. I'm going to say the name and you're going to. Hold on. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. 2011, 2011, 2011. Son of a bitch. Give me another hint. Give me another hint. Uh, Start and end. Like what? what's his first name and last name start with? First name D, last name S. Oh, motherfucker. You got it? If I can fucking spell his name right. How the fuck do you spell his name? How do you spell his first name? It's Deion Sanders. No, it's not. D and no, S? Yep. Don't give it up. Don't give it up. D and S. Dude, I, I'm tweaking right now. <laughs> D and S played for the Eagles in 2011. Dan Sanders never played for the Eagles. Well, you said DS, and I was like, it's, it's got to be yeah. Dan Sanders. He didn't even play in 2011. Hey, right, he was small. He was like an LT. Fast, agile. Just fucking tell me. Darren Sproles. Motherfucker, dude. <laughs> oh, Kicking punt return yard touchdowns in a career. It's either the Washington player. It's got to be him. Wait, so what is this for? Re return yards? Punt return touchdowns in a career. 2006 to 2014. can't think of his name. First name no, B, so, last so, name M. So it can't, yeah, so it can't be Cordero Patterson because he's still in the league. First name's B, last name's M? What do you play for? I'm looking. First name's B, last name's M? Play, played for the Bears. The Bears. Oh, wait. Eagles. And it's BM? Yeah. No. BM. Brandon Marshall? Give me another hint. This is going to give it away, but the Knicks were supposed to sign or trade for a player with the same last name. When? When, when was this trade? Like th two months ago, three months ago. Big, big trade that didn't happen. Same name or just last name? Same last name. So I know the last name for sure. <laughs> Thinking of B names. So it's Mitchell is the last name. It's not Brandon. It's not Brian. It's not Bob. 
Go back. Brian? I just tried that. Is it with an I? Yeah. Am I spelling fucking Mitchell wrong? M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. -L. It's not Brian Mitchell. Well, that's what it says it is. It's... There's no way. Punt return touchdowns? Punt and kick return. Yeah, see, this is... Maybe it'd be... What was his first name? Hester... Devin Hester. Hester. It's Devin Hester, okay. Um, hmm. Oldest player ever, I'm never going to know. Oldest... NFL player. Currently, it's just Tom Brady. Ever. I got yeah, it. No way. What? Hold up. What? You got it. That is some fucking bullshit. So, what? I looked up the oldest player ever, and it said George Blanda, and I'm like, how the fuck would that be the oldest? It says it's 1975. But who the who was the Rams guy? That's now a coach. The, the Rams left tackle. Oh, Brian like Windhurst or something? Yeah, I thought he was it. And I typed it in and obviously it was fucking that was fucking wrong. Right. But I was like, damn, yeah. wait, 1975, and I looked it up, and I was like, how the fuck is George anybody going to know that? Like, what, dude? Do you want to do another another trivia or no? I don't know. I I feel like I'm burned out after that one. Yeah, that, 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 one, that one was hard. That was way harder than it probably should have been. Anyways, guys, that's going to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> uh, the last segment was fucking way too difficult for us. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a like and subscribe on YouTube, uh, as well as share with your friends. And if you know of anybody that owns a business or you own a business and you want to share any of your profits, we would love to share your business with the world. So feel we free to contact it. us. Uh, we love to support small businesses. We are one ourselves. Uh, but anyways, guys, much love, and we'll see you all in the next one. Appreciate you guys. Boom. Easy.